0: What's up, everyone? Welcome into the Dynasty Duo podcast. I'm Ray. And I'm Jake. And we are so thrilled that you have joined us today. Uh, First and foremost, we just want to say our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone battling the coronavirus right now. Uh, This is a global-wide thing. You know, everyone is affected by this. Uh, We actually just got word before we started recording that uh, Sean Payton of the New Orleans Saints has actually tested positive for the coronavirus. So our uh, thoughts and prayers definitely go out to him and his family. Um, We're all in this together, everyone, and we can and will overcome this. Uh, Just keep in mind social distancing, hand hygiene, And uh, please, please, please stay home. And if you can, if you have the ability to work from home, please do that. And uh, we'll get through this together. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, so last week was a ton of fun, Jake. uh, I had a ton of fun. I don't know about you. Uh, We had a mock draft.
1: Yeah, it was great. Uh, You know, I like doing mock drafts from time to time. I'm glad we had some of our friends come out as well absolutely so
0: speaking of friends we actually have one more on the podcast today our good friend jt from the east coast avengers podcast jt how you doing buddy
2: what is going on everybody uh you know i'm hey i'm making it i'm making it like you just said i'm staying home i'm staying healthy i'm going to work when i can uh good and uh i'm washing my hands all the time so we're we're making
0: it over here we're making it very good man very good we're making it (laughs) Well, with all other sports being canceled right now, the start of the NFL season certainly didn't disappoint, guys. I know you guys were we were texting each other. We had a group text. We were blowing up each other's phones with everything that went down. Uh, So let's get right to it. So first up, latest news of the week, the NFL draft is going to take place. uh, It's still going to take place on time, but uh, they're just going to cancel all the public events and sounds like they aren't going to have any fans in attendance, which is to be expected. Um... Also, big news, right before we started recording, Todd Gurley was released by the Rams. Now, we'll get to him when we get to our uh, place, players that we wish would end up on a new team. But uh, just initial thoughts, what do you guys think about the Rams cutting Todd Gurley?
1: Um, I don't think it's too much of a shocker. I expected him, uh, the Rams to part ways with him somehow, whether it was a trade. Uh, obviously, he has a lot of value, so I was hoping he would get traded. It's just shocking to me. They just up released him
2: yeah i I think for me i think for me it was uh it was more the fact that no one bit on him like the rams trying to yeah nobody was nobody wanted to take him initially so now they released him and now he has a choice um which is very interesting in the world of sports uh when you get released rather than traded um as we all know when you get traded you kind of don't have a choice uh right now he does so uh we get to see where he thinks is the best fit for one, uh, Todd Gurley.
0: Oh yeah, honestly, this is honest this is best for both parties, I think, because the Rams I ended agree. up saving ten million dollars in cap space, so they are able to, you know, make some magic happen in free agency if they want to, and Todd Gurley gets his choice of teams. So I think it's a win-win for both sides.
2: Yeah, and we can't forget that the Rams did draft a little Jim, uh, uh, that some of us here in Memphis uh, are very proud of so ah yes Uh,
0: Darrell Henderson so yeah what do you guys think about that you think he's gonna walk in to be that starter that workhorse running back for the Rams or how do you see this playing out will they draft a guy Malcolm Brown time split what do you you
1: guys think uh so starting out like probably at the start of uh preseason and going into the regular season I do see Henderson and Malcolm Brown battling for the RB1 spot I do think Henderson will take it but I'm not sure if he's gonna hold on for it too long
2: Now, it's a tough one for me, guys, and let me tell you why. Mm -hmm. I'm a Texas fan and I'm a Memphis fan. Malcolm Brogdon, or, Brogdon, sorry, I'm thinking of Malcolm <laughs> Brown. Malcolm Brown played for Texas. And uh-huh. of course, like you mentioned, uh, Daryl Henderson played for Memphis. Now, but like Jake said, I think Daryl Henderson is gonna come out and show that he is more versatile and he can catch the ball out of the backfield and he can do a lot more things than Malcolm uh, Brown can. Now, Malcolm Brown is better on third downs, I believe. Um, he showed that last year. And he showed that once Todd Gurley kind of looked like he gave up a little bit during the season, he can step in and he can, you know, he can produce. So it'll be interesting. I do like the situation there, though. Uh, Brown and Henderson are two really good uh, running backs. So I don't think that uh, the Rams are that, you know, that, that in trouble.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I would just add that I do believe this is going to be a pretty big timeshare. I think that both Malcolm Brown and Darrell Henderson, they're both going to contribute in a little in, in their own separate ways. Uh, I don't see either one kind of getting the majority of the, of the workload. And who knows? We could see the Rams even go into the draft and draft somebody in the third or fourth round. But we shall see the Rams will make that known uh, hopefully we'll know a little bit more as uh, after the draft and once preseason rolls around we'll kind of see how that depth chart is gonna shake out but uh, we have an exciting episode planned for you today uh, we want to go through all the crazy free agents and trades that just happened uh, just this past week since the start of the new year uh, so we broke it down into three sections first section we want to start we want to start by talking about players who are staying on their current teams and JT this first one on the list is very near and dear to you as a titans fan we have yes. ryan Tannehill being re-signed and derrick henry franchise tagged do you love it or do you love it
2: i love it man <laughs> I, I think this is i think this is the uh the absolute right decision um i know some people jake um uh, do not think this uh but i think <laughs> that with Tannehill, I, i've said this from the get-go when the brady situation happened and Everybody was saying the Titans are the number one team. Titans this, Titans that. You to get Tom Brady, you have to change your scheme. The Titans had a good scheme yeah. with with Tannehill and with Mariota. Um, you didn't have to change that when Tannehill stepped in. So we saw what Derrick Henry can do and will do um, on the football field. It's just that much better when you have a guy who can also kind of confuse the defense with Tannehill, who can run, who can obviously yeah. throw the ball and it, it just helps the team overall um, with chemistry. He's a locker room guy. He's he's he loves Tennessee. Um, and that's what you need to see. That's exactly what you need to see. I understand that Brady and, um, you know, the the whole Tennessee organization had kind of a um, love relationship kind of, you know, we we are trying to do what the Patriots are trying to do type situation. But yeah, it, it, it starts from the locker room and once you have that camaraderie in the locker room and stuff and that sticks for a while, hey, why not continue with it? Um I love the deal. I think it's great. So
1: No, oh, I agree with you. Yep. I uh I do like Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry coming back. The only thing that I was worried about was uh it should have been the other way around of Derrick Henry taking that large sum of money and Ryan Tannehill being the one franchise tag. Obviously the offense is centered around Derrick Henry. Want him to stay. Right. Give him the money he deserves.
0: I'm going to disagree with you just a little bit there because we see this all the time. NFL teams prioritize quarterbacks way more than they prioritize running backs. Um, I I completely am on board with uh, Tennessee re-signing Ryan Tannehill to a long-term deal because you're talking about youth. He's only 31 years old, which as we know as a quarterback really is not that old. And then we're talking about uh, Derrick Henry, who's a 25-year-old running back who, is he 25 or 26? I think he's 25.
2: believe is twenty five.
0: And we're talking right. about a running back who gets who gets tons of carries year after year, four hundred plus carries every year. Just the wear and tear on that position. I completely. I mean, it sucks. As a, if you are a running back, it sucks how the how the position is treated. But this honestly just makes sense. The most sense for the team because I've I've said it time and time again. I could totally see the Titans drafting a running back in this next year's draft and letting Henry walk next year after uh, playing on the franchise tag this season. So I I just think it makes sense for as an organization. Obviously for Derrick Henry, he does kind of feel. Slimy by this and i could understand why but that's just the situation we have in the nfl right now
2: i i'll, I'll say this uh also with derrick henry as we've seen the past couple of years uh we've seen dominance correct uh we've seen him kind of come in and just explode
0: so in the uh, second yes. half of the in, in the it second half of the season in the second <laughs> yeah, half, half the of the season half.
2: now now this is why we franchise tagged him and didn't give him a long-term deal. We right. want to show him you've got to do this. We love you, dude. We love you, but you've got to do this every game of this, you know, of the season now. This 17-game season we're about to have. Let's see if you can kick it up a notch and for let's say let's say 14, 15 games of the season, let's see if you can continue this dominance that you showed last season where we went to the AFC Championship that that's my opinion uh, that's why i think we didn't give him that long term deal it was kind of like a we'll show you or you know you show us what kind of you know things you can do on the field for a full season not just half
0: yeah, I, I can see that for sure. But also, you look around the league and you look at these teams who have paid their big-name running backs bukus of money. Look at your Todd Gurley's. What's going on with Todd Gurley now? He just got released. Look at your David Johnson's. We'll get to him. We, we didn't forget about the massive trade that went down. But they signed him to a massive deal and he fell off a cliff. I just think you're you're taking much more of a risk with signing a, a running back long-term than you are with signing a quarterback. Especially one that, who led you to an uh, AFC title game. I, I, I think, obviously, Obviously, this is the way to go for the titans in my opinion of course
2: yeah, yeah i i i definitely agree um you know it, it's kind of like a lot of people uh, you know in the sports world you see them get this you know as they call it the bag um yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get their bag they get their bag and then they kind of relax and they kind of chill yeah. i think with i think with Hill he's not that guy um I don't think he's yeah. going to get the money and then just be a slouch. Derrick Henry, I don't think he's uh, the same Nick way Poles.
0: either. <laughs> Sam Bradford. <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um I I don't think those are the guys who will do that. But with that being said, history does repeat itself. So, um but yeah, again, going back to the initial question. I do love this deal. Uh I think um I I think the Titans are going to have a really good good year this this year, so
1: yeah, for sure. Think, all right, uh, next up on her, well, Go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Do you think Tannehill is worth $100 million?
2: Um, Here's the thing. I I don't think he's worth the money. And I've told this from to people mm-hmm. all the time. I don't think he's worth the contract that he got. But the reason he got it is because the NFL just passed the CBA deal. Um, the CBA deal did jump the cap up significantly. And so we were dealt with what we had. Um, you know, We did. We made some moves prior to the season or the official uh, free agency season started the NFL season to start. um, And that gave us some more cap. And then we signed him to honestly, to me, I think Ryan Tannehill would have signed with whatever deal he was given. Uh, You know, obviously, we're not going to give him a four year two million dollars that's just stupid but i think you know i think that with what we got what he did for us um he came in you know from a backup position and took us him and derrick henry I, i can't forget about henry but he did take us to a afc championship and we were you know leading at one point but that's that's in the past um i do believe that ryan Tannehill deserved less of a contract but i think because of what he's shown he does deserve the amount if that makes sense do y'all get that yeah okay.
0: i also get i also get it because it's a quarterback it's a starting quarterback who got you to the afc title game you're gonna have to pay this man if you want him to stay i, I think that's just the nature of the nfl like quarterbacks get paid the big bucks all right let's exactly. move on because we've already spent a long time on the titans which is fair because we have a titans fan in our midst but yes. uh next up we have aj green franchise tag does this uh does this move and excite y'all at all for aj green next year
1: uh, no, not really. And uh, you would have rather I, seen
0: him go to a new team.
1: Yeah, see somewhere uh, where he can rebuild his career. Obviously, he had a great career with the Bengals, with a uh, you know a decent quarterback. Uh, you know, if the Bengals draft Burrow and Green is there, I think Green will have a resurgence kind of year. Come back yeah. uh, from that injury he had all last season. I think he will be good. I just wish I would have seen him on a different team with a better quarterback.
0: Yeah, I agree. I was kind of excited to see where Green would go to see if he could uh, end up with somewhere maybe go for a title run. But um, alas, that did not come to fruition. But you know, I think Green is still going to have a pretty good, pretty solid year uh, with Joe Burrow coming in. We think I did. Did y'all see the reports today where the Dolphins could try and trade up for the number one pick to get I, Burrow?
1: I did see that. Yeah. It, yeah. It so
0: That would be wild. <laughs> <laughs> So keep your eyes peeled for that one. All right, next up we have Kirk Cousins being re-signed by the Vikings. Jake, what do you think about that move?
1: Uh, you know it's a solid deal. I, I don't, I don't think Kirk Cousins is as bad as people make him out to be. I think he's the right yeah. fit for the Minnesota Vikings, especially now. You know uh, they just lost one of their prime receivers, so they're mostly going to rely on Adam Thielen and maybe a couple of their tight ends and Rudolph and Irv Smith going forward. Yeah. Uh. You know, I like the fit. I like the money that he's getting.
0: Yeah. I mean, no. when he's been, the only thing with Kirk Cousins is he just doesn't seem to have it in the special moments. But if you talk about him just like during the regular season, he's shown to be a pretty competent and accurate quarterback. So yeah, I, I like the re-signing.
2: I'll tell you this Go. too. Um, a few, I, I know a few uh, Minnesota Viking fans, uh, shout out to yeah. you, Isaac, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> he absolutely does not like it. <laughs> I'll tell oh, you that. really? Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, from my understanding, he doesn't really believe in Kirk Cousins, which I can understand, but that's, uh, you know, Kirk is Kirk. (laughs) <laughs> that's all i gotta say kirk is
0: kirk <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right all right next up we have dak prescott franchise tagged, and amari cooper gets the mega deal he gets the bag as jt says i love this move guys I-, I love the cowboys trying to keep everybody in house keep this offense intact it it stinks that they had to let go of byron jones on that defense he was a good corner but i as a fantasy football player i love seeing dallas run it back with the same squad next year what do you guys think
1: Well, see, this is exactly what I was talking about with the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, they put uh, Derrick Henry on the franchise tag and re-signed Tannehill, but the Cowboys did it right. They put their tag on their quarterback and re-signed one of their stud receivers in Amari Cooper. They gave him the bag rather than Prescott. And I think that is the right move going forward for the Cowboys. Well,
0: I'll have to disagree with you just a little bit, Jake, because as I said earlier, I think you need to lock up your uh, long-term quarterback option, which I feel Dak Prescott is in Dallas. So I would have preferred, now this is just me, them signing Prescott to a long-term deal and then maybe franchise tagging Cooper, but w- whichever way you deal with it, they're both going to be a cowboy next year, which is great news for that offense. So I'm okay with it. JT, what are your thoughts?
2: Hey, it's great news for all the bandwagoners out there. I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> America's no, I, team, baby. <laughs> I,
2: I just think it's the same situation as the Titans, like we've discussed. Dak, he's got to prove himself. He's got to prove himself. He did not. I mean, he's, he, he's a good quarterback, but I think for him to get the money that he's asking for, the Cowboys are kind of doing the smart move and saying, hey, show us more. You know what I mean? That that that's well, that's what I think.
0: Well, how much more do you want to see from this guy? I mean, he was second in the league in, in passing yards.
2: Uh sometimes to me personally, I think contracts also come with off the field things and locker room situations. Um and from reports that I've seen last season, he wasn't a He sounds
0: like a great guy.
2: No, I'm not saying he's not a great guy. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying like he kind of has little fits uh when he doesn't get his way he kind of doesn't you know i mean if you're looking at him and you know the two guys who got franchise tag henry and prescott Derek henry just does his job he goes in there takes his lunch pail to work and gets to work and doesn't complain doesn't do any of that we've seen deck prescott throw fits on the sideline we've seen him kind of say i deserve more than this I have. I mean, I know I. I don't have.
0: know about that. I I don't know if I've ever seen Dak Prescott. From all reports, it was it was Dak trying to calm down Zeke whenever they would get into like little disputes. But I, I don't know. That's just what I'm going off of. I love. I like Dak Prescott. I like him as a long term option there. I mean, just this past season, we saw him throw for sixty five percent completion percentage. He threw for forty nine hundred yards, thirty touchdowns, and only eleven interceptions. So I mean, I I don't know what else you want to see with this guy. And that's not even. That's not even to mention his rushing yards.
2: Do you believe that this that, that them franchise tagging Prescott is more of a uh kind of uh we think we can get something better type deal, or do you think it's just because I mean
0: Well, I think it's because they couldn't find a middle ground in the payment. I, I think that's what it is. But I'm just saying my argument is I think you should pay this guy, especially with you this think- kind of season he had last year.
2: Do you think he's worth up to, let's say, let's go in the middle, 35 mil a year?
0: Considering Brady's getting, or we we hear reports that Brady's going to get 30 a year, I I don't know. I would, personally, I would like to see him take less.
2: He asked for 40 mil last year on his contract extension. Uh, Personally, he is not worth 40 mil to me.
0: Yeah, I could agree with that. I, I just think, I just think they gotta get him locked up to a long-term deal. I, I just think, I mean, who you, who are you gonna get this better right now?
2: Right. I, I mean, Brady.
0: <laughs> well, Brady's uh, already with the Bucks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I like Dak Prescott. I like him going forward in Dynasty. Uh, if you ever have a chance to go out there and buy Dak Prescott, I would do it, but we'll just. We'll just see going forward. I I think he has another really good year next year. All right, moving forward, we have Browns placing a second-round tender on restricted free agent Kareem Hunt. I'm pretty disappointed in this. I wanted to see Kareem Hunt go somewhere else and get his own backfield. What do you guys think?
1: I agree. Uh, I'm kind of mixed feeling about this. Like, I'm glad Kareem Hunt's getting a second chance with the the Browns. Uh, At the same time, you know, it's going to cut into Nick Chubb's workload. And... You know, as a Georgia fan of running backs, I prefer Nick Chubb over Kareem Hunt any day. Uh, I would also love to see Kareem Hunt go to a different team. Yeah, same here.
0: I would have loved to see Kareem Hunt go somewhere where he could have been the every down uh, running back like he was in Kansas City. Uh, Obviously now with him staying in Cleveland, this kind of puts a damper on both his value and Nick Chubb's value. Which I still think both running backs can be good next year. We've seen the two running back system work other places like uh, the New Orleans Saints just immediately comes to mind, but I, I don't know, I, it's personally I would have liked to see him go somewhere else where he could have been that lead back every every down back, but we shall see. All right. Next up we have the Cardinals placing the transition tag on Kenyon Drake, which means they can match any offer another team gives him. I love it. What do you guys think?
1: I'm just not a fan of Kenyon Drake. I just I'm not a fan. We all
0: know you hate Kenyon Drake. I don't know why you hate Kenyon Drake. He's <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Not good. Oh my goodness. JT, what do you think what are your thoughts about Kenyon Drake?
2: Uh I, I think it's smart because I don't know how much people are going to be asking for Kenyon Drake. That's the thing. Uh I, I mean they're smart to put that on them that says, Hey, you, match, you know, get Yeah. Try to buy try to get him for fifteen mil. It's not happening. And so you know if someone goes up they're they're literally playing you offer him a big deal we'll let him go but if, we're, we're keeping him for what we give him now type thing
0: well actually i think i saw that the transition tag will be around eight to nine million dollars a year so he's actually making pretty good money but just for one year um don't know if this means they want to try and lock him up in the future, if they just kind of want to have him there on that roster for one more year, especially getting rid of David Johnson. But we saw last year that Kenyon Drake fit Cliff Kingsbury's offense to a T and really excelled in this offense. I am very excited for Kenyon Drake next year. I think he could, he could top, break into the top 12 running backs next year. I really think that's possible
2: he he did once he got on the team he did actually show you know the he
0: showed out Yeah.
2: yeah the cardinals did improve after after he uh got on the team now is that strictly because kyler murray felt more comfortable or is that because they actually got a running back who wanted to be there
0: yeah yeah, I mean, only time will tell. I can see I see big things going forward for Kenyon Drake, and I've been saying it since since our first episode where we went over the running backs. Go out and get Kenyon Drake if you can. It might be too late now that they traded away David Johnson, but just go out there and see what you have to give up for him because I really do think that he'll, big things are in store for Kenyon Drake and that offense. All right, next up, we have Jarek McKinnon. Now, most of you might be saying, who in the world is Jarek McKinnon? <laughs> <Who>? Oh, <laughs> so, I know.
1: So he's running.
0: Yeah, Jake knows. He has him on Dynasty. But uh, Jared McKinnon. Uh, came from Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings, a few years ago, signed a massive deal with the San Francisco 49ers, and the entire dynasty world was freaking out, so happy, because here it is, here's Jerick McKinnon, who's this great athlete coming to Kyle Shanahan's system, and then we never got to see it, because he's been plagued by injuries for the two years he's been uh, with the 49ers. So, he's actually restructured his deal, which, in layman terms, that means he's taking less money next year um <laughs> and uh so we'll, we'll we'll see so obviously the the 49ers still want him on that team but that just further clouds up this running back backfield over there in san francisco guys what do you think this affects does it affect mostert does it affect coleman and Breda going forward what what do you guys see playing out here
1: uh i see no effect uh with McKinnon restructuring his contract he's obviously making the smarter move um Yes, he's probably still going to be the third or fourth string he might get a chance to play but you know as of right now going into the offseason or going to the preseason whenever that does happen um you know you can expect mckinnon to still be that position at number three or four expect moster coleman and uh See it, Brita? Brita. still on the team, yeah. Matt Brita, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I still think they're gonna be fine. Uh, nothing to worry about here about this contract.
0: Oh, and they also re signed Jeff Wilson, so that's another running back. It's just it's crazy, it's insane how many running backs they have. But, uh, but hey, I will say this right now in dynasty leagues, Jarek McKinnon is probably the cheapest to them because we haven't seen what he can do yet. Just throwing that out there, just throwing it out there. All right. Next up, we have the Cowboys re-signing tight end Blake Jarwin to a four-year, $24.5 million deal. How did the Cowboys have this much money is my first question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, did, they, they didn't want to give uh, – <laughs> we, we see Fire where Jones. the money – Yeah, yeah we, we see where the money that uh, Dak Prescott was going yeah. to. We see where oh, that yeah. went to. So. Yeah, uh, right. right, So I, I, I don't know. I, I mean – they need a tight end because good old,
0: <laughs> good Whitten old uh, Jason Wood
2: the left them. <laughs> left them. Yep. So uh, I don't know. I, I, sure, I guess. Why not? Just give them. You, you know, it's a modest. I, I, I don't deal. I mean,
0: know.
1: I like it. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's a it's a modest deal because you, you have to divide that 24.5 by four. So it's really only coming out to a little over six a year. So yeah. it's really not that bad. But also. It's Blake Jarwin,
1: <laughs> which
0: right. I, now, no hate on Blake Jarwin. I do think he is a solid tight end, um, but I, I just – I don't know. I, I wouldn't be recommending trading for him in any dynasty uh, structure right now, unless you can get him for really cheap. But yeah, he we'll was see. Not Jake, any, any thoughts?
1: He was not in our top yeah. 20 for tight end, so uh, – so unless, really unless you want
0: to – Unless you want just a tight end to just kind of um, sit there on the bench for a while, maybe maybe he does something, maybe he doesn't. I mean, shoot, if he's on your waiver wire, then absolutely go pick him up and just see what he does. But it's not someone I would recommend going out and actively trying to trade for. All right. and lastly, on the players staying with their current team, we have Damian Williams. His $2.3 million contract option was picked up by the Chiefs. Now, $2.3 million is not a lot of money. So, I, I personally, I still see the Chiefs drafting someone, uh, and this is just like a depth move. That's me personally. Do you guys think Damian Williams is the clear-cut number one there?
1: No, I'm I'm with the same mindset you are. I think that's just a smart move. Uh, yeah. To add depth to that running back position, if somehow they get another running back either through trade or not, either trade or draft, and if that yeah. doesn't work out, I like Damien Williams as a solid backup for that kind of money. Yeah. I mean, I,
0: shoot, I, we still have uh, we still have multiple free agent running backs that could sign too. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know, JT. What are your thoughts?
2: I, I will, I'll say this about the Chiefs, and I've thought this ever since they, you know the way they draft is this way they go in the draft they look at the times that people run depend no matter the position and they say oh he's fast draft and then they sign him to <laughs> you know a two year deal and then if he doesn't pan out they're gone draft another one he doesn't pan out draft another one that's how they do it that that's literally how they do it i mean
0: i mean you're uh, not wrong
2: <laughs> so Hey, if if they want to, you know, again, Damian Williams could come out and absolutely kill it this season, and he gets paid next year. So you never know.
0: Yeah, you kind of had an up and down season last year, mostly due to injuries, and also partially because they signed uh, Lashawn McCoy. Uh, right. So we'll see. I, I don't see Damian Williams being the feature running back there in Kansas City. I, I see them. I see them drafting someone or signing one of these other. Uh, running backs we have in free agency right now that's just my opinion and uh, obviously as y'all's as well uh, but we'll see what happens I would I would say as in a dynasty perspective go ahead and try and get what you can for him now that would be my advice I would go ahead and try and trade him because this is in my opinion going to be his highest value that he'll ever have right now
2: it's, it's one of those, you know, go prove yourself and see what you can do. And, hey, yep. we've all seen it. We've all seen it. People who are in prove-it-now mode, they absolutely do amazing in their season. So, yeah.
0: Yep. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right. Our next segment, we have players leaving to new teams. So, we kind of buried the lead a little bit, but... Massive trade went down a few days ago. We had David Johnson, a second round pick, and a 2021 fourth being traded from Arizona to the Houston Texans for DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth round pick. Guys, I... I I, I was speechless when i saw this news i honestly thought i was it was a trick like someone was pulling my leg what 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 did you guys think about this this was insane
1: what were the texans thinking about this <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind is it a bill o'brien thing or is it a texas thing I, I was oh my shocked. gosh
0: i honestly i i said this in our group message i was like if this sounds like a trade that I would try on in dynasty football and immediately get flamed by the entire league for trying to pull this off. Yeah. <laughs> this was, this was insane. This clearly one-sided JT. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you have the same opinion or what do you well, think? Fun,
2: fun fact. Uh, you can try this trade in Madden and it gets turned down <laughs> by the snap of your fingers. Uh, oh, yeah. so, so Bill O'Brien's an idiot. Can we just agree with that? <laughs> no, for yeah, sure. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> like, he's, you... uh, he's he's not long for the Texans. Uh, uh, well, in, in my well, opinion, he might get fired this season but we'll we'll see you
2: know what you know what i'm a i'm a titans fan thank god they did this
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) thank god they
2: made this trade (laughs) i'm
0: sure you're happy not to see deandre hopkins uh line up across from the titans two times a year anymore so no no no
2: he was yeah uh, yeah i i saw the trade and i was immediately said hey look at that (laughs) what do you know yeah
0: Yeah. So uh, I've heard some several reports saying that the Texans didn't want to redo uh, DeAndre Hopkins' contract. They didn't want to give him a raise with three years left on his contract, which I understand. But still, don't just trade away the man for pennies (laughs) on the dollar. That's insane, Bill O'Brien. Get right, Bill O'Brien. Get right.
2: (laughs) Do, Do better.
0: Do better. But anyway, let's talk about the the fantasy and dynasty impacts of this trade real quick. So, Dave, we'll, start, we'll start with David Johnson. So, David Johnson coming to the Texans. So, this guy uh was left for dead basically in the cardinals backfield we, we had the cardinals trading for Kenyon drake and actually re- ended up replacing david johnson uh do we see david johnson obviously his value is going to go up a little bit because he does have the chance to be the starter now but uh do you guys see uh, a huge workload and a huge performance for david johnson coming up next year
1: uh probably only because he's probably deandre or uh he's probably Watson's favorite target going into the season right now uh yeah. now that Hopkins is gone I mean who do they have they have Will Fuller uh the Kiki other QD. Kiki Cutie. they just signed
0: Randall Cobb uh Stills um,
1: I think yeah so, Kenny
0: Stills so I, they've got some weapons but obviously none the caliber of DeAndre uh but yeah go ahead what were you gonna say
1: uh so yeah I think DJ will have a bounce back year for sure I just don't think he's gonna be back up there to where he in his prime where he was like top five yeah yeah I would agree with that JT
0: uh no.
2: Uh I have given up all hope on D- uh okay. 1 1 DJ. So basically uh DJ was supposed to be given the ball on the 1 yard line um in my and I had him for fantasy in a championship game. Uh <laughs> and he fumbled. So um <laughs> I now have a vendetta for him. So um no, DJ is going to be terrible this year. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> so here's my here's my thing. I could see David Johnson obviously having a better better season than he did last year because last year was just a horrific performance. But at the same time the man—he just, uh, unfortunately, because he used to be so good, he just looked done. H- his back just looked like it could—it just gave out, and he just could not play the game at the level he used to anymore. Uh, unfortunately, this is just kind of what you see from time to time with older players, uh, and uh, it's really sad to to see because I I love Je- David Johnson. I, I used to love watching him. I used to try and get him on my fantasy teams and redraft every time every time that I could. And I actually had David Johnson in our dynasty draft. Draft until recently. I just recently traded him away last year. So I, I don't know. I don't see him having a top 12 finish next year, but I could definitely see him being a solid RB2 because you do know that Bill O'Brien's going to try and prove himself right by this trade. So he's going to give David Johnson every opportunity to shine in that offense. So. We'll see. I, I see David Johnson as mid middle tier RB two next year. Does that sound good to you guys? Or JT, obviously you think he's gonna do worse? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Look, he is he is the definition of getting the bag and sucking. Uh yeah. he, he, he got he got paid and then what happened? <laughs> a mean, lot of
0: that is not his fault though, because he has no, dealt with not. a lot of injuries and it's really it's unfortunate, not. but and,
2: and and I will say on his part. Uh, The Cardinals, I believe, gave up on him once they once, you know, they paid him they paid him and then he didn't have a really good year, you know, barring injuries. And then and then all they just kind of, you know, to me, they gave up on him, which you don't want to see that in a player, but um, or a team. But with that being said, I I, I still think with all the injuries that he's had. And I don't really know if the Texans are going to, you know, the Texans are obviously a throw first i would believe well not well i don't know now um I, I just think deshaun watson might be running more since uh since hopkins is gone and so i don't know it's if possible yeah i i can definitely see david johnson being he can see, he's still going to tote the rock but i still think he's going to be blocking more than he is running
0: yeah well we'll see how it plays out jake do you like that middle tier rb2 that I have for David Johnson next year. Do you think that's a good prediction? Yeah, too high, too low?
1: Perfect fit. I think that's uh I think that's where his four okay. is, but I think his ceiling can be a little higher.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Maybe back end RB one top low end RB one R B two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that for his ceiling. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's move on because we uh, we do have a lot more to cover still. Oh this has been a crazy few days, guys, in the NFL. Um, so let's real quick, let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins on the Cardinals. Do you guys see this as an increase in value for DeAndre Hopkins, a decrease, or do you see it about the same?
1: About the same. You know, yeah. he's already the top wide receiver. He's going to perform. Uh, yeah. You know, same style of quarterbacks between Murray and uh, Watson. Uh, yeah. The only thing I do worry about, though, is the receiving core for Arizona. They have a ton of weapons now that Kyler Murray can throw to. So it may look for like sure. Hopkins might get like a, a slight dip, but expect him to get like 80-plus, 90-plus catches this year.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can see that pretty easily for DeAndre, especially in this offense. Um, okay, this is another question. Do you guys, with this trade, do you guys move Kyler Murray over, over – uh, Deshaun Watson in your dynasty quarterback rankings.
1: Yes, I mm. I am replacing Murray and Watson in their roles respectively. I think Murray is the number three now. I have him listed, and I move Watson down um, to five. So
0: I had I actually. I had uh, Murray originally as my number 4 QB and Deshaun Watson as my number 3. For me, I don't think Murray overtakes Watson just yet, but I did move Lamar Jackson up over Deshaun Watson now uh, with this news. But I do, uh, you know, I've been saying it from the beginning. I see big things for Kyler Murray, and I, I've i been trying to go out and get him in our Dynasty League. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I would if I were you, too. JT, you seemed a little hesitant to call Kyler Murray better than Deshaun Watson now. What do you think?
2: No, I just think that he's more, you know, he's got a lot to prove. Um that's just my opinion on him i think once he does prove that then yeah yeah the rules can switch and you know yeah. I, I may see him over deshaun watson but for right now deshaun watson's clear you know ahead of murray in my my book
0: yeah i have him i have him just over murray as well like i said um but we, we'll see, time will tell, because I liked what I saw from Kyler Murray, and now just adding the best receiver in the game, I, I think good things are in store down there in Arizona. We'll, 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 let's just hope they improve their offensive line and the defense in the draft. All right, let's move on because, like I said, we do have a lot to cover here. Austin Hooper to the Browns. I hated this with my entire heart because I have David Njoku, and I love David Njoku as a player. <laughs> what do you guys think about Austin Hooper as a Cleveland Brown?
1: Just another weapon for Baker. Yeah. That, that's it, man. He, like it, Baker has to prove himself. He has all these weapons. He you, can't say beat that.
2: He, you say that, but look who's throwing in the ball like you mentioned. All, All, all talk, all hype.
1: I'm just saying, yeah, man, if Baker proves, he has to prove himself this year. If he doesn't, then I'm moving him down the list.
0: I agree. I think this is a make or break it year for uh, Baker Mayfield. This is literally, they have one of the most stacked offensives in the NFL. With OBJ, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Austin Hooper, Nick Chubb, and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, they. if, if Baker doesn't prove himself now, he never will. And uh, we'll, we'll see. We will see. uh, I've also heard reports that the Browns want to run a lot more um, two tight end sets. So this might not be the death sentence for Njoku that I initially thought it was once I saw the Austin Hooper news. But we shall see. We'll we'll see how that offense looks next year. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Nick Foles to the Chicago Bears. (laughs) Yes. So we all well. We, me and Jake both do not like Mitchell Trubisky at all um, <laughs> so this move I don't immediately see Nick Foles coming in and replacing Mitch Trubisky right off the bat uh, I think this is a move uh, mainly to, for Mitch Trubisky to say oh now I have a competent backup behind me I better do good this year or I'm going to be replaced but we could see the same situation we saw in Tennessee where Tannehill eventually overtook Mariota that's kind of how I see this situation Playing out. What do, what do you guys think?
1: Please let it happen. <laughs> Please.
0: <laughs> yes. Ah. Uh, yes. We do not. We can't stand Mr. Trubisky. <laughs>
2: I think that. I think that's the the same opinion um, uh, with every Chicago Bears fan. Um, <laughs> I don't think they can. They can yeah. stand him either.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I think this is good news for Allen Robinson. I think this is really good news for our guy, Anthony Miller, out of Memphis. Um, I I think it's just great for all the the offensive pieces there in general if Nick Foles were to get the start later on in the season. Or who knows? He could beat him out in training camp. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens over there in Chicago.
1: Just go ahead and make him the starter now. (laughs)
0: yeah i know right just declare it now (laughs) he's he's earned it um all right so next up we have hayden hurst and a fourth traded to the falcons for a second and a fifth So, I think this is a good move for both sides. Obviously, the Falcons uh, had to let Austin Hooper walk. Um, So, this is a pretty good replacement player, in my opinion. Hayden Hurst, former first-round pick by the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think he slides right in there nicely for the Falcons' offense. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's a perfect fit for both, like you said. Uh, You know, it sucks that they're losing Hooper and getting, like, a lower-tier tight end, but... Hurst is not as bad as you would think. He oh would yeah, be.
0: He, remember he was a first-round pick, so yeah. he's got that draft pedigree. Yeah, this so is a good the player talent. they're getting.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, don't expect like a huge workload for Hurst. Just expect him to fill in that role for Hooper. Uh, I would say like probably twenty or no, not twenty, but probably like forty to fifty catches this year.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's that's reasonable. I would say, JT, thoughts on Hayden Hurst?
2: This just opens up for my boy Mark Andrews to kill us.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. With the with the Ravens uh, trading away one of their tight ends, for sure, this ep- opens up Mark Andrews much more to get more tar, even more targets next year. Absolutely. All right, next up, we have Jimmy Graham going to the Bears. Does that excite anybody? I, I'm a Packers fan, and honestly, I watched with Jimmy Graham. I just watched an old man barely playing football uh, the past couple of years. Jimmy Graham was on the Packers. So to me, him going to the Bears doesn't excite me one bit.
1: Yeah, this one doesn't make sense <laughs> oh, to me. Man. Um You know, the Bears, they have Trey Burton as their tight end still, right, Ramon? Don't know. They do
0: uh Trey Burton hasn't shown much but yes he is still there Here, I correct. mean
1: Jimmy Graham he's going to fill in that tight end number 2 spot I don't see him overtaking him He's starting to get older now he's not in his prime like he used to be with the Saints Uh 2 years yeah. 16 million dollars a year or yeah. 16 mil two for 2 years 8 million a year I don't see Graham worth it, honestly, I think that's just a waste of money.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you, I think I think Jimmy Graham should just retire at this point, <laughs> that's that's how I hey man, feel about the situation.
1: Hey if he gets bag, that's fine. Uh, good on yeah. Jimmy, but I dis- I'm disappointed on the Bears on this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, if someone dropped Jimmy Graham in your Dynasty League, pick him up and hold him just in case, uh, but I, I would not recommend going out and trading for him, not at this stage in his career. All right. Next up, we have Case Keenum, also landing up, ending up on the Browns. So Browns have been very active this free agency. Uh, what do you guys think about Case Keenum backing up Baker? Uh, this is this another one of those scenarios where you could see the backup pushing the starter?
1: Uh, I I can kind of see that, yeah, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I think Casey is gonna stay as the QB two, uh, yeah. especially with Baker getting all these weapons now. Yes, Baker yeah. needs to work harder but I don't think KC will overtake Baker anytime this season.
2: Yeah, I I just, I don't think Keenum is, you know, I don't think he has the talent that Baker does. Uh, But like you said, it could be a Tannehill situation. I mean, really anything could be a Tannehill situation nowadays.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. Uh, I still believe in Baker Mayfield. I think he is due for a bounce back season. But as we stated earlier, if he doesn't show it this year, he may never show it. And if that's the case, at least now they have a competent backup to come in and replace him if need be. So I like the move for the Browns. Uh, I think it's always good to have a solid backup quarterback because you never know what will happen, especially with injuries, too. So I like the move by the Browns. Next up, we have the the Las Vegas. I almost said Oakland. Las ah. Vegas Raiders being signing Marcus Mariota, your former Tennessee Titan, JT. Do you all yes. like the move?
1: Uh, he's good as a backup. I'll just say that. Now,
2: here's my thought. Uh, I told Jake this before we started recording. Uh,. He- Raymond, you you just said uh, Mariota signed with the Raiders. Uh, you were yeah. now speaking about the starting quarterback for the. Uh, Whoa. Ra- or, oh, I'm sorry, the Las Vegas. Dad, you did
0: it too. That's a hot
2: take. I did it. I did it. Yeah, yeah I, I did. It. I know.
0: Uh, me and JT have talked about this before. He does not like Derek Carr. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, expand uh, on that a little bit. You, when do you think Mariota is going to take that job?
2: Uh, I'm I'm going to go ahead and put it out there that he will. He will show promise in the uh, offseason, season, but Derek. But they're going to stick with Derek Carr because, of course, uh, you know that's their golden child apparently. And uh, and then in the mid mid he's going to be just throwing picks left and right, and they're going to say they're going to say, uh, "Hey, uh, Mariota, just step on in here," and he's going to say, "Oh, okay," and he's just going to go out there and just ball out.
0: So interesting little tidbit for you guys, Derek Carr last season with limited offensive weapons had 70.4% completion percentage, 4,054 yards, 21 touchdowns, and only eight interceptions. I like it. He had a QBR of 100.8, and it was quarterback number nine overall when it when it comes to QB rating. So I honestly. I understand why they brought in Mariota. It's always good, as we just said, to have a backup push the starter, but I, I just see Derek Carr keeping his job. I think he is a solid quarterback. I mean, we, we go back to that one... What was that one season? Was it uh, 2016? 2016. Yep. Yeah, 2016 when he had his MVP caliber run that was just derailed by a, a horrible leg injury. Um, I've always liked Derek Carr. Um, I like his moxie. I like his... Uh, I, I like like his accuracy, as I said, 70%. Uh, I think that's good enough to be um, actually the second highest accuracy in the NFL last season. Only Drew Brees had a better completion percentage of 74%. So I I think he's a solid QB. Um, I think now if they can add some, some more receivers and some more weapons to that offense, uh, I think it could be... I think he could be good. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, Mariota doesn't change anything for me. I still think Derek Carr is the starter there. Same. All right, uh, next up. I, I, oh, go I, ahead, JT. I will, I
2: will, let, me just, let me just say this. Let me just say this. Yeah. Derek Carr is stupid. All right,
0: next. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, next up, we had another major trade go down. We had Stefan Diggs the man who will never be quiet on social media. We had him going to the Bills via the trade. Now this just goes to show you what a competent GM can do because the Vikings got back basically the Bills' entire draft class this year. (laughs) <laughs> they got a first. I think they got a fourth, fifth, and six. This is this is great return for Stephon Diggs, someone who has said time and time again he doesn't want to play in Minnesota. So I think big props to both the Vikings organization for pulling this trade off and getting great compensation, and also for the Bills because they add in a major playmaker uh, that the offense could really use, and especially with Tom Brady leaving uh, that division. I think I think that division's wide open for
1: the Bills to win it this year. Uh yeah you're funny um, <laughs> I do like I like the trade for both sides I I like it more so for the Bills just because he said uh, you know it expands their offensive power you know the, you have Josh Allen he can throw deep balls to Stephon Diggs all day long yeah they have a solid defense like probably one of the top five defenses in the league uh, they could give the Patriots a run for their money for the division title I can see it
0: yeah for sure for sure JT, what do you think about Stephon Diggs on the Bills?
1: It just shows you that
2: uh, social media can get you out of places. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you really don't like a place, you talk or talk, and they will get you out of there.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Next up, big news. Probably one of the biggest, if we didn't see that blockbuster trade, Tom Brady is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Thoughts, guys?
1: I hate it. I absolutely hate it.
0: <laughs> why do you hate it? But okay, he, take your take your Patriots fan bias, and put it out the window. Why why do you hate it for specifically for fantasy and dynasty football?
1: Okay, so taking my bias out aside, I think if, there, if the Bucks are trying to sign Tom Brady for 30 million dollars, I uh-huh. would have honestly tried to sign Winston cheaper or maybe find another Ooh. QB in the draft they're wasting too much money on an older player he's 43 years old at qb yeah he's probably gonna be in the league for only like two three years max uh okay i don't see them making a run for the playoffs so i think it's a complete waste of time complete waste of money uh yeah don't like it
0: dang jake throwing some major shade on his Probably greatest quarterback of all time, former Patriots QB. That is great. I love it. I love it, Jake. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> JT, what do you think?
2: <laughs> uh, well, let me just let me just say this, Jake. I remember in our conversation we had in our group chat, we were talking about the Titans getting him, and I said, and I said, no, we want longevity. You remember that word, longevity? We wanted that. We got Tana Hill. About... We got Tannehill for four years th- three years technically and an option on the fourth and tom brady goes and signs a 30 million dollar deal apparently with the buccaneers not finalized and you said, yet, by the way not yes not finalized but you said that he would not go to the buccaneers <laughs> you I said it, you, you said he would not <laughs> go <did>. to the buccaneers <laughs> and look what happened. it it's uh i mean hey He's going there. Maybe he's trying to do a, you know, a return like MJ did. But I don't know if he's going to be as good as MJ was. Uh, Here's
1: what I think about it. I'm glad Tom Brady finally gets the money he deserves because he's always taken a pay cut every time he's been with the Patriots. I I like him getting the money. It just, it pains me to see him not only go to a different team, but it has to be, of all teams, the Buccaneers. Like, I cannot stand <laughs> the Bucks at all. But, okay, the main thing is,
0: what about what about the offensive weapons there in Tampa Bay? What what does this do for Mike Evans, Chris Goblin, and shoot, especially OJ Howard? Right. Because we know Brady likes to throw to his tight ends.
1: So, uh, you know, Jameis Winston and Tom Brady had the same QBR last year, Raymond? Did you know that?
0: Yeah, I think I saw a stat like that. That's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, so I don't think anything's going to change.
0: Okay. Okay. I could see... Well, the only thing I could see changing is... um, Is obviously Tom Brady turning the ball over less, so... If anything, I could see this would be a better thing for Tampa's run game because they probably won't have to throw as much.
1: Yeah, but who's the running backs?
0: Well, we'll talk about that early. Next, uh, right now, they only have uh, Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber right now, uh, but we might see them do something in free agency. Interesting. I do think think this is good news for O.J. Howard because we know Tom Brady likes to throw to the tight end, and if we're – if Bruce Arians is going to scheme a system around Tom Brady, I think this could be good news for OJ Howard and Chris Godwin coming out of the slot. You, you know, Chris Goblin could be the bigger, faster version of Julian Edelman here in Tampa. So I do think this is good news for those two specific Uh, pieces on offense not sure if it helps Mike Evans as much because I don't think we'll see Tom Brady throwing it downfield as often as Jameis Winston was so I it's a wrap up I think this is good news for OJ Howard and Chris Goblin and potentially bad news for Mike Evans would y'all agree with that good take I like that yeah I agree okay all right moving on Next up, we have Teddy Bridgewater going to the Carolina Panthers. And then we get the update that Cam is now seeking a trade. Uh, so this obviously says to me that Teddy Bridgewater is coming in there to be the starting quarterback. Um, do you guys think this is a good thing for the Panthers? Bad thing? What are you what are your
1: guys' takes on this? Uh, let me just say something on Cam Newton. Uh, Cam um, is not the one seeking the trade, apparently. It's the, the Panthers wanting him to ask for a trade because i did see
0: that i did see that as well
1: so cam is obviously not in a good mood and uh you know depending on where he goes next year i think uh well regardless if he goes to a different team i think bridgewater is still that starting quarterback going in with the panthers yeah and uh you know that's a name i haven't heard in a while was bridgewater because you know he's been through so many injuries and so many different teams i'm so glad to finally see see him beat back as the number one qb on a team
0: i do like that you just got you know you gotta root for a guy who got his lost his starting job due to injury um when he came in and played with the saints last year you know he performed decently. He played he he performed okay. Um so I I'm kind of excited just to see what he can do on the Panthers. Um I'm, obviously this is a huge upgrade from Kyle Allen who they had starting last who? year once Cam went down. Exactly. So <laughs> so this is this is good news I think for the Panthers weapons as a whole. Uh, I see DJ Moore having about the same value. Um, Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is the be- one of the best running backs in the league. Um, this is good news for Curtis Samuel because he'll have someone who's actually accurate throwing him the ball. And I think it's good news for Ian Thomas as well. Uh, so I-, I-, I think this is much better than a Kyle L. Allen-led Carolina Panthers offense like we saw last year. Honestly, in, in my humble opinion, I would have hoped that they would have let cam play it out one more season hopefully get fully healthy and just to see what he can do with all these offensive pieces but let's be honest the carolina panthers their defense is going to be horrible next year oh yeah so so uh, with the loss of luke keekley um I, I can honestly see this team having to throw the ball more uh, just to stay competitive in games because I think their defense is going to be so bad. So I can totally see Teddy Bridgewater being a sneaky option next year. Uh, I would say if he's not, he's probably not on anyone's dynasty waiver wire, but he is. If he is, go ahead and scoop him up. Uh, and if he's not, would you, guys, would you guys recommend people trying to trade for Teddy Bridgewater right now?
1: Uh... If you can get them for cheap, yes. Uh, you know, if somebody already has them and is wanting a trade for uh, higher quality assets, I would not. I would. I would wait it out. See what Bridgewater is worth, like week four, week five, maybe, and then try to go out and get.
0: Yeah. Them. I also think yeah. that, too, this isn't the long-term solution for the Panthers. I think they are going to draft somebody. Maybe not this year. Maybe they try and tank for Trevor and try and go for Trevor Lawrence next year. Um, so I, I would agree with that. Maybe not if you can get him for cheap, like a fourth or fifth-round pick or, like, a bench piece or something. Maybe try and go out and try and get him, especially in, like, a 2QB league. Uh, but as far as long-term dynasty value, I, I just I don't think he's a long-term answer there.
2: I agree. Yeah, I, I, I mean, for me, uh, it, it goes more of like what you asked. Uh, right now, no, I wouldn't, cause I would, yeah. I want to see what he can do in Carolina. Um, but you know, um, maybe if he starts showing out, then yeah, maybe. See, it, it's that, it's that kind of tricky situation. Do you trade for him now and and pray that he, you know, starts killing it, or do you wait and then have to give up a higher asset because he is doing so well you know what i mean yeah yeah. it's
0: it's It's like a catch 22
2: yeah it's yeah pick and choose what you what you give up if you're gonna trade for him
0: yeah for sure all right next up we have philip rivers to the indianapolis colts so i don't understand this personally i i thought jacoby Brissett did a decent enough job last year where he could have kept his job until they got their QB of the future, I I don't really understand paying Phillip Rivers money to come in and basically be a clone version, a less mobile version of uh, Jacoby Brissett. Do you guys like Rivers in the Colts? What what do you guys think about this?
1: I don't like it, but it's only a one-year deal, so we'll see how it goes. I, I still prefer Brissett as the starting quarterback, and you're right. I think they were just trying to wait out for a quarterback either in the draft not this year, but probably next year's or free agency next year. Uh, I yeah, Philip Rivers makes no sense to the Colts.
0: Yeah, we know Philip Rivers doesn't have long left in this league. I I don't understand. I I would have preferred them go out and try and get Marcus Mariota. That would make better sense to me and have him back up Brissett. And if he if Brissett struggles next year, then moving Mariota up. But yeah, as far as Philip Rivers coming in to take over this team, I it makes no sense at all to me. JT, are you uh are you in agreement with us or do you disagree? Do you like Rivers on the Colts?
2: This is just an old man providing for his ten children, guys. That's all it is.
0: <laughs> oh my. Yeah. That's all yeah. it is. Next up we have Jason Witten to the Las <laughs> Vegas Raiders. Is
2: this, is this, that's laughable, right? Eh, like that's that's this, laughable, that, right?
0: That's kind of what I've heard. Like when I saw this signing, I was like, eh, I'm like meh they have Darren Waller there. Um, Darren Waller's still going to be the starter at tight end. Uh, maybe Jason Witten can get in there and block better. Um, I, I I don't know. I I didn't really make sense to me. Um, I'm not excited about Jason Witten at all. In fact, in a dynasty league where you keep a lot of players, I would say you could just go ahead and cut Jason Witten. I, I don't think he makes any kind of fantasy impact at all. No, for sure. Yeah.
1: Just go back
0: right.
2: to the just go back to the booth. <laughs> yes no 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 no, we, no I don't know if we want
0: to <laughs> see that either <laughs> All right and last but not least we have Jordan Howard being signed by the Dolphins. Now, Jordan Howard is a pretty underrated player. Um, personally, I've never liked him because I like my running backs to be able to catch the ball. That's the whole reason I loved Miles Sanders over Jordan Howard last year in the Eagles offense. But what, what do you guys think of Jordan Howard going to the Dolphins? I mean, he's he's the de facto starter there now. I mean, all they have is, uh, what's his name, Belage and Patrick Laird. And I don't think either of them... Uh, showed much to say that oh yeah they're gonna be the starters next year so he's the starter currently we'll see what they do in the draft do you guys like jordan howard at all
1: no i'm conflicted on this one uh i like jordan howard as a player especially when he was with chicago before uh montgomery and tariq cohen took over uh my problem is him going to the dolphins uh you know previously the dolphins had Kenyon drake and he did absolutely nothing with that system but when he goes to arizona he starts to go off right I yeah. I see I see like a, a similar pattern going on. I would see Jordan Howard going to the Dolphins and not performing like what Kenyon Drake did there. I think uh, it might. I, I don't know. The system is just bad for him.
0: Yeah, I mean that that could be true. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, but also Kenyon Drake, he was really bad when uh, Adam Gase was there, and you know none of us like Adam Gase. No. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe 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 the system turned around a little bit. Uh, I just. We'll we'll see. I think Jordan Howard is underrated, but I do think the Dolphins draft somebody. Oh, a thought just occurred to me. What if this signing, because we know Jordan Howard can't catch, what if by signing Jordan Howard, the Dolphins pass on a running back in the first round, maybe even the second round, and then they try and get Clyde Edwards Hilaire a little later, maybe in the second or third round? Would you guys like that?
1: Eh, I... I would prefer the rumor of them trading up to get Burrow if they were going to make any other trades like that or uh, any Uh, other. No, no,
0: no, no, no. I just meant like uh, to add running back depth because you know, if Jordan Howard is not going to be the only running back there in Miami because they need a pass catching running back to go along with him because he can't catch the ball at all. He has bricks for hands. (laughs) So what do you think about if they were to do something like that? Maybe, maybe like you said, use their picks to trade up and get Burrow and then maybe in the second or third round they draft Clyde Edwards-Hilaire because we know he is phenomenal at catching passes. Would you like to see something like that?
1: Uh, I mean, we'll see. Uh, If there's other running backs on the board, I would probably take him over Clyde Edwards. Uh, That's just me personally, though. But I do agree they need to add more depth to the running back because they have two solid, like, true running back uh, position running backs. They like to run the ball rather than they do catch. I think they do need to add a pass catcher. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, yeah, so we'll see what they do. I think it would be interesting if they draft somebody, um, but we'll see.
2: To me, it sounds like they still believe in uh, Howard. That, that, that's what it only, I mean, that's what it sounds like to me.
0: Yeah, I could see that because he will be the de facto starter there. Alright, next up all we, we have left is what we want to see happen. So these are players who are currently free agents and we want to discuss uh, just the top tier free agents left and where we'd like to see them land. So we have, let's see, on our list we have Cam Newton, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Devonte Freeman, Robbie Anderson, Eric Ebron, Emmanuel Sanders, Jameis Winston, Joe Flacco, and Andy Dalton. JT, let's start off with you. Uh, what What's your favorite free agent on this list and where do you want them to land?
2: All right, so mine is, uh, I actually just met this uh, this player uh, about a couple weeks ago. He was at a Grizzly game. Uh, is one Mr. Cam Newton. Um, I believe he still has a lot left. Uh, I do believe that uh, Carolina treated him, you know, as we all saw, we mentioned it earlier about, you know, them saying that he asked for a trade and Cam basically came out and said, that's not true. Um, He needs to go to a place uh, where I believe they treat quarterbacks uh, in in a higher stance. Um, He needs to go to a place where he likes to win. He needs to go to a place where, you know, the quarterback and the coach have a strong, uh, you know, connection. And that's why I think Cam Newton is going to sign or get traded to the Patriots. Uh, Now, let me tell you this. Yes. Whoa. Let me tell you. Interesting. I don't think think he uh, really believes in Stidham or Kessler. Personally, I don't. Um, Why not go out and get a guy in Cam Newton who brought the Panthers not only – now, I know he didn't win them a Super Bowl, but he brought them there. Um, You know, the Patriots are still the Patriots. They're going to have a strong defense. Uh, Yes, they don't have weapons. Sorry, Jake. But they still have – they still have guys, um, and I think that Cam Newton will have a resurgence of a career with the New England Patriots.
1: That Whoa. is one I highly disagree with.
0: <laughs> you don't want to see Cam on the Patriots? I do not want Patriots? to see Cam on
1: the Patriots. <laughs> I don't think Belichick wants to see him on the Patriots, to be honest. He does not, Belichick does not stand for that. Like Cam's attitude is so different from other quarterbacks that he's coached in the past you just gonna handle it, man. I don't like it. Look, yeah,
2: that would be... I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sometimes we gotta, you know. There's a hot take, and then do. there's
1: really bad takes. I think that was a really bad take. Dang, Jake. Well,
2: so, okay, that hey, that's fine. Look, no, I'm just, just trying to. No, I'm just trying to give y'all we a have guy weapons who. By the way,
1: I'm
2: I'm just saying. Okay, who who's your weapon? You'll hear. Nikhil Haria will have a really good season next year who didn't who didn't get to play last year so this is technically quote unquote his rookie season so okay
1: that. That like, I'm talking yeah about but now. he
2: didn't yeah I know this is quote unquote technically his his rookie season he was on IR most of the season last year half the season but still he was on IR yes but he came back
0: Yeah, so the thing is, the only thing I'll say here is I would agree with you, Jake. I don't think Cam Newton really strikes me as a Bill Belichick-type player. Um, But I I do think that, obviously, Cam would be a way better option whatever they have on the roster now. Uh, I think he's way better than Jarrett Stidham.
2: Jarrett Stidham and Cody Kessler. Now, (laughs) Jake, you're telling me that you would ride with (laughs) Jarrett Stidham or Cody Kessler over Cam Newton.
1: No, but I don't want Cam Newton well
0: i think uh, honestly in my opinion i see where you're going with it jt and i could see it happen i mean if anyone is able to uh roll you know reel in cam it would be bill belichick i would rather have an elite Uh,
1: quarterback and joe flacco but
0: the thing is well the you you want to get joe Joe flacco joe flacco got
2: released joe flacco got released because he couldn't pass a physical in 2020
0: I could I see know, in, I could see any of them landing on that. Honestly, I mean,
2: if if we're going with other teams that he could land on, you're not gonna send them to the Chargers because they've already committed to Tyrod Taylor. They've come out and said, um, I thought and it they're was Tyrod not going
1: to.
2: Tyrod, Tyrod, whatever you know, tomatoes, tomatoes. Okay. Uh, uh, the the Redskins they they got Haskins. I I still think that they they could go for Cam if they really truly wanted to win now but i feel like they want to kind of develop haskins and you know in that situation and of course they you know he could potentially sign like somewhere like i don't know if the raiders didn't really see a situation then yeah maybe they could trade for him but i don't see that happening they just signed mariota and they have Derek carr right that's not happening so yeah. I mean, out of anybody who technically needs a quarterback, maybe the Broncos, maybe. we um, really
1: uh, like we, Drew
0: really Locke. Liked, or I, we both like Drew Lock here on this show. No, I, I <laughs> no I, I
2: love Drew Lock. I think Drew Locke's going to be yeah. great. But I'm just yeah. I'm just trying to think of teams that could use that you know that next step in the quarterback situation. No, yeah, for uh, sure. I just I, I just think that. In some cases, you do what's best for on the team. And I feel like maybe you just trade him for what? I mean, he's a free agent next year, I believe, isn't Cam? I I don't know his contract situation, but maybe you try to get him on a one to two year deal. And if it doesn't pan out, then hey, at least you tried.
0: You know, what I could see happening is I could see them not finding a willing trade partner to take Cam Newton and him just riding the bench basically all season. Uh, behind Teddy Bridgewater, and then him maybe going somewhere else next year.
2: Man, that would be, that would look so bad on the organization. <laughs>
0: I know, I know. I, I feel I feel bad for Cam Newton, honestly. I, I, do too. I think they really are do. I don't think they're doing him right because his last year obviously derailed by injuries. Um, I, I like I said earlier, I, I just really wanted to see him uh, get a shot for one more year with all these weapons, but we will see uh i think i think the panthers have gone into full rebuild mode i just think it's going to be hard to find a willing trade partner to get cam newton right now Um, i agree but we'll see we'll see all right jake tell us about your favorite free agent and where you want him to
1: land all right i'm going to keep this one short and brief so we can move on with other segments uh my pick is todd gurley i want to see him get the bag You know, I could potentially see him going to Atlanta or Tampa Bay to win a Super Bowl.
0: Wow. Okay. I like it. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay for sure. I can totally see that happening. Uh, Tampa Bay with Bruce Arians, he loves his pass-catching running backs. And Todd Gurley, as we know, not only can he run, but he can also catch. Uh, I think teams are going to be wary with his uh, degenerative uh, arthritis in his knees. Um, so we will see how much money he actually ends up making. Uh but yeah, I would love him on Tampa Bay. That would be a great fit. I love that. Well,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Did you just say Super Bowl and Tampa Bay in the same sentence?
1: No, I don't want them going to the Super Bowl. Well, they're not. But okay, I know. I thought you.
2: I thought you said. <laughs> I thought you said to if win a Super, to Bowl a in Tampa the Bay. Super Bowl. He wants to make a run at the Super
1: Bowl. Tampa Bay is his best Then
0: go option. join Brady.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean,
1: that's really I'm not saying they vote. are. I'm just saying that that's his best choice right now if he wants money and a potential chance at a title.
2: Now, we discussed this before the podcast. Do y'all think he's going to get like like a loaded contract or do y'all think he's going to just go for like a one-year deal to try to, you know, try to see what I he's think... got?
0: I think he takes a one-year prove-it deal. Uh, we looked at his contract uh, before the show aired, and it looked like he was making on average about $14 million a season. Uh, his old contract with the with the Rams. I don't think he makes anywhere near that money. Uh, maybe he comes in and signs like a one-year, nine to ten million dollar deal, something like that. Like prove it, show he still has something left in the tank. And if uh, he does, maybe then working at a long con- long-time contract. But we'll see we'll see how it goes i mean obviously this is one of used to be one of the top running backs for fantasy football so uh i I would like to see where he lands uh i think wherever he does land i think he immediately probably come becomes the starter there i don't think him i don't see him going anywhere where he would take a backup role so i think wherever he lands he's still going to be pretty viable for fantasy as long as those as long as his health can and his knees can uh stay up Alright, and last but not least, myself, I picked Melvin Gordon out of this list. Now, this may may come as a shock to some of y'all, but I see Melvin Gordon going to the Buffalo Bills. Now, hear me out. They just went all-in on Stephon Diggs. They gave up basically their entire draft class. Uh, They just lost Frank Gore uh, to free agency. They... They like Devin Singletary, but none of them view him as a three down all down feature back i see melvin gordon sliding in there perfectly because it seems like the bills are in a win now situation with the trade uh for stefan diggs it just goes uh to further prove my point that they are in a win now mode uh and if they sign melvin gordon i think that is a tremendous fit there in that offense and we could see something like we had over with the chargers in melvin gordon and uh, austin eckler i could see that same situation playing out with melvin gordon and devin singletary i think it's a great fit uh guys what do you think do you think melvin gordon to the bills does that make sense do you you guys see that as much as i do
1: look as much as i like singletary i do agree that they need like a true running back at the uh rb1 uh, if melvin gordon yeah. does go to the bills he'll be rb1 for sure he's gonna handle all the running then you have singletary who's a good pass catcher come off right behind him It's a solid yeah. fit
0: yeah, I think so too, and the, another thing is, we we looked at the Buffalo Bills cap space. They have $32 million in cap space right now, and that's after the Stephon Diggs trade. So I, I they have the money to pay Melvin Gordon. We know Melvin Gordon wants to be paid, so to me, this is just like a match made in heaven. And uh, I, we, I said it earlier, I think the Bills might win that division, and if they get Melvin Gordon, I think they will definitely win that division. All right. Well, uh, next up, we have our Taxi Squad Player of the Week. Sorry we skipped it last week. We just had so much going on with the draft. Um, (laughs) We Obviously, it was a longer episode, so I don't think we didn't really have time for it, so we just kind of pushed it off for this week. Jake, tell us, who is your Taxi Squad Player of the Week this week?
1: Uh, My Taxi Squad Player of the Week this week is Justin Jackson, the running back out of the Los Angeles Chargers. He's a (laughs) third-year pro Drafted in the seventh round in 2018. Uh, His combine stats, uh, they're decent. Not nothing Mm -hmm. too crazy. Last season, you know, they had Melvin Gordon at the one, Eckler at the two, so he played number three uh, the past couple seasons. Last season, he had 29 rush attempts, 200 yards, and no touchdowns. Uh, (laughs) The reason why I chose him as my Taxi Squad Player of the Week was because Melvin Gordon is leaving the Chargers. That's a for sure thing and they just yeah. signed Eckler to like a good deal to be their RB1, but I don't see Eckler as a true running, like a running running back. So, yeah. I can see Justin Jackson moving up to that number two spot, maybe taking goal line carries, getting a few touchdowns there, uh, you know, eye line formation, just running up the middle. Eckler can be that pass catcher. Uh, right now, yeah, I see him as the number two just right behind Eckler
0: yeah i I love that um so for those who are new to the show our taxi squad player of the week is uh basically we want to come on at the end of each segment and kind of give you a name that may be flying under the radar a little bit that you could trade for for cheap in your dynasty leagues Uh, i do like that with justin jackson just a quick note uh you said obviously very small sample size but his 29 carries for 200 yards was good for 6.8 yards per carry which is phenomenal for any running back. So I like that. I do see him getting more playing time with Melvin Gordon uh, out of the picture. Um, I don't think, as you said, Austin Eckler is going to get all of the work. Um, They will obviously have to give it to someone else. Uh, The real question is, uh, will the Chargers draft somebody else? Uh, That remains to be seen. But as of their roster right now, I do love the Justin Jackson pick as your taxi squad player. Jake, good job. Thank you. All right, mine, my Taxi Squad Player of the Week is Mr. Miles Boykin, the receiver out of Baltimore. Now, this is his second year. He was drafted last year in the third round. This guy is massive. He is six foot four, 220 pounds. He ran a four two four. I'm sorry. Four, <laughs> four, two. four Wow. Four two. Okay. My apologies a 4-4-2 40-yard dash, which is blazing at that kind of size. He also jumped out of the gym. He had a 43.5-inch vertical, a 6.773 cone. This guy is athletic as it comes, and uh, he could take a big step forward next year, I think. Last season, he only caught 13 catches for 198 yards and 3 TDs. He was used as kind of a red zone weapon whenever the Ravens got in close down there, and um, I can see so with the loss of Hayden Hurst and Seth Roberts I they freed up 74 more targets there in Baltimore um Now, obviously, Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown, they're going to see more targets. uh, And also Nick Boyle, the backup tight end there, uh, could see more targets as well. But Nick Boyle is more seen as a blocking tight end than he is as a receiving tight end. And uh, as we all know, it takes rookie receivers uh, quite a while to get acclimated to the NFL. So I I think Miles Boykin is somebody that you definitely want to keep on your radar. Um, Right now, he's currently number three on the depth chart there in in Baltimore um, behind Marquise Brown and Willie sneed but Willie sneed runs more so out of the slot. So I can definitely see uh, Miles Boykin on the other side opposite Marquise Brown next year. What do you guys think about that? Do you, do y'all, like Miles Boykin?
1: Yeah, solid. I like it. I like his last name.
0: Boykin. <laughs> nice. All right, well, guys, that was the end of our show. Uh, JT, we just wanted to thank you so very much for coming on. Uh, I had a great time i hope you did as well um any anything you want to shout out you want to shout out your podcast
2: yeah no i uh i definitely had a great time guys uh it was a lot of fun uh i appreciate y'all having me on um it was you know it's fun to talk sports uh especially in this time of uh kind of craziness that we have uh it's definitely fun so uh i definitely appreciate that Uh, And I do want to give a shout out to the East Coast Avengers. Uh, If y'all are into the nerdverse um, and you like Marvel, uh, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, uh, DC, any of that kind of stuff, you can check us out on our uh, Twitter uh, and Instagram page. Just look up East Coast Avengers. We're the big red and white letters that say ECA. uh, And you can find us there. So...
0: Yeah, definitely a good time. Everyone go check that out. Absolutely. Well, we want to hear from y'all. We want to hear some listener feedback. Uh, what do y'all want to see moving forward for our next episodes? Uh, what did we get right? What can we improve on moving forward? Um, just a quick look ahead to our future schedule. We are going to be jumping right into our rookie rankings next week, starting with the rookie quarterbacks coming into this year's draft. I'm super excited. Jake, are you excited for that?
1: It's going to be fun.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. All right, so don't forget to subscribe and give us a review. You can follow us at Dynasty Duo Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all later.
1: Peace.